is literally like a house lounge. That is what know, that is made for. I feel like stuff isn't soft enough there. <laughs> like, and I know I'm going to sound like an bitch. idiot, but <laughs> I need stuff to be softer. <laughs> like the furniture doesn't match the vibe and it doesn't match the music vibes here. I need soundbar. I need your furniture to be softer. And not the fabric. I'm talking the cushioning. I need to recline. More ottomans. Enough. <laughs> Less enough. chairs. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And welcome back to On The Rail, the number one EDM podcast on the line. Fan of soft Today things. Today is December 17th, 2019. Today is going to be our last podcast of this year. We're, no, it's not. Well, the, today's like the last like full episode. Yeah, last regular run of show pod of 2019. Yeah. And then uh, right after this episode, we're recording a quick one-two two-part series episode and uh gonna get it going with best songs of the year of the year all my picks obviously so it's gonna be a great episode so definitely tune in next week and then the week after we're not listen we're gonna feed you baby birds don't worry we're not gonna leave you hanging over the winter break all other content companies shut down oh it's the holiday season guess what put some in the can dish them out over the holidays yeah so when you're bored you're full from that Yummy Christmas dinner. That ham. You know in the morning. We're long ham. You got that fire on the rail pod. On the rail coming at you live. Um, Beats of the week. Later. Tonight, what we got on our show? Thin on stories, but one that is near and dear to my heart. One that I care about. One that I've talked about. (sighs) Something that hits me in a lot of different ways, honestly. The Live Nation. Yeah, and I know all you out there agree with me. One, I feel like I have to say this. Fuck you, Live Nation. We all know that Live Nation runs a quasi-monopoly and does what I would consider to be illegal, abusive ticketing practices. And I despise them. Now, Mm. what has happened is... So when Live Nation bought Ticketmaster, right, they said the government was like, well, you can't have the place that owns the venues decide on the ticketing service. Mm. Like, that's anti-competitive, right? right? You can fuck people over, which they right. have been. You guys have to agree, as Live Nation, you won't force venues to use Ticketmaster as your ticketing service. Mm. So you can offer it, but you can't require it. And now, and that, so that was a term of them being able to buy them. Fast forward to today, that deal ends, that provision that allows them to own part of it ends next year and the Department Mm. of Justice is about to file a lawsuit against them saying that they were, even though they said they wouldn't, they have been forcing people to use their ticketing Mm. services and the reason under the radar. Yeah. Like, and the reason that they noticed is just obviously look at average ticket prices. Mm. I mean, inflation is at not even close to 1%, not even close to 2%, just barely over one and ticket prices have skyrocketed. Uh, yeah. No duh. It's a monopoly. It's vertically integrated, mm. which is fine to have a monopoly, but not when you're abusing consumers and pricing. So mm. it's really good to see. It's exciting. Hopefully they have to spin it off. And exciting to see Live more. Nation get sued. Yeah, I hope <laughs> they burn to the ground, honestly. Fuck them. It's such bullshit. Like, yeah. We'll talk about some moments earlier from this year, and it's kind of mentioned in the article we'll talk about later, but the roll-up of React and all these other company entertainment mm. companies that have happened in the last... Like five or six years, 
is so detrimental to fans of music. It's good mm-hmm. because there's more venues, but ticket price and luckily I'm employed. Are you talking about like the Live Nation roll up where they bought like a bunch of companies? Yeah, and then uh, and also and, I didn't know Insomniac was bought. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was shocked to see that. Yeah, I was like, all Whoa. rolled up. Insomniac bought super out. convenient. But uh, yeah. I mean, so it's, it's crazy. Hopefully something comes from it. Hopefully we get cheaper ticket prices. Like, cheap, luckily but like what, a, what cheaper ticket prices? Like what ticket prices are you looking at? And where you're like, damn, I, I want to see. Well, listen, I have a nine. Cheaper. I have a nine to five. That's more of a more than nine to five, but a nine to five, so I can afford to just buy the tickets. But well, I mean, like, w- give me like a specific ticket price where you're like, damn, I want a cheaper ticket than. And that. I didn't. And I didn't get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, one. But, like, not even that you didn't get it. One that you looked at and you're like, that looks like it's too expensive. Like, like it doesn't look like it fits the Well, the here, here's, here's how, and this is just my idea, right? I don't think it's that. Well, one, it's never, uh, here's what I'll say. There's a couple things. One, fees. Mm. So if you wanted to go to Queen, and obviously... It's an expensive ticket, but if you wanted to see Queen, it was like $13,000 for a Queen ticket yeah. when, with Adam Lambert here. Uh, the fees were like $3,000. It's a percentage of fee, right? So that won. So that's like what ticket... The fees were $3,000? Yeah, it's a, it's a percentage. So how much was the actual it's like ticket? A, it's like 14... No, it was, was like $15,000. The fees were almost three grand. All right, well, that's retarded if the ticket's $15,000. But the point is... There's no service fee that should be a percentage right. of sales. No right. chance, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one. So that is where the, I think most of the abuse is, is that they're forcing them to use Ticketmaster so no one's competing for lower fees. Like mm-hmm. there's SeatGeek or a couple other people, but not really. So one, you get murdered on fees because mm-hmm. it's an exclusive. So if you want to go to the show, you have to use Ticketmaster and you have to go through the fees unless mm-hmm. you want on Facebook and risk getting murdered outside of a... Burger King, but that's not my prerogative. Mm. The other way is, I think, and this one is harder to prove, I think that there's a lot of double dealing yeah. where venues are selling tickets to brokers in bulk, which we know happens, but like Live Nation selling tickets exclusively or holding tickets for Ticketmaster that they wait for the price to go up by, uh, you know, artificially reducing supply, pushing price up, and then they're making money on fees and they're waiting for, they're setting prices way too high. So it's like pushing the market around, which if it were like a stock market or whatever, like that's fine. Like it just, then you could hold it, no one buys it, whatever. But when it's like, it's a different dynamic of a ticket event. Like mm. there's only so much access to it. You're excluding people from buying it, artificially creating demand, and then just slowly right. leaking out as people go. Yeah, that's not right. No, and that's fucked up. And it's it's so obvious, right? Like you could just tell. Like Billy, remember remember Billy Eilish tickets were like yeah. what were they, five fifty, six fifty for mm. Aragon Ballroom in February? No fucking way there's 6,000 people in Chicago in February of 2019 that wanted that were willing to pay $600 to see Billie Eilish. There's just no way. It's fucking yeah. impossible. There's no shot. I mean, it's not impossible. No, there's no shot. It's impossible. It's, it's, it's supply and demand. Like, no, 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 no. That was fraud. There's fraudulent activity. There's no way on this planet. And it wasn't just like, oh, Vince, you know, there was two tickets left the day before and it was $600. Yeah. No, 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 bro. It was eight weeks before the festival, and there were a few hundred. It wasn't tic- a festival, it was or the concert. It, yeah, 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 yeah. There was a. It was a few weeks. Bef- it was eight weeks, and there were a few hundred tickets available, lowest price like five seventy five yeah. before fees. 
there is no shot in hell that something illegitimate was not happening. There's just no Maybe. way. When was the I don't know. when was the last time you saw a six hundred dollar ticket eight weeks out for a giant venue like Aragon Ballroom well, with hundreds of tickets? First off, that's how much Coachella costs. It's more than Coachella. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't think it was six hundred dollars. No, 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 Victor. <laughs> it was six hundred dollars. Coming from the kid who literally no, listen, I'm a numbers guy. No, 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 no. You were there. Literally. You don't you fucking make me bro? Pull I think seats. it was it was about four hundred dollars, no, which is still no, crazy no, no, expensive. No, 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 but like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna search our text. There's no way it was four hundred dollars. <laughs> Keep going with the show, but you're wrong. They, it was, dude. It was five seventy five. Right. Was the lowest for four feet. The next topic. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Bunch of bitches. Yeah, and it's just, you know what? They were trying to do, like, they got, yeah. the government was, like, on good faith, we'll let you do it. We thought there'd be more competition, but there's less. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to business. It's a business move. They're scheming. But, That's yeah, what no, it's doing. not on they're them. Scheming. It's not on them. It's on the government right. for letting them do it. Right, right, right. Exactly. Um, next up, we got, we, uh, Dancing Astronaut came out with an article that listed 100 of the top um, EDM events that have happened in the last decade and thought it was an interesting for article. the culture not just like yeah. literal events but just like things that happen in the culture what so. were some of them that uh, stuck so out so some of them on the list were the launching of Dancing Astronaut obviously we're not huge fans of current EDM media I mean we're fans in the way that like we like to read it here and there and we use their links but I mean it's really kind of stuck in the early 2000s where you're basically just a link dump and that's why we're here doing this for you guys but that was one that was interesting where Dancing Astronaut I think it was Bro Step was another one that they bought, mm-hmm. and they all kind of got rolled up into one. Um, was that, that was one that stuck out. And then the Swedish House Mafia tour, obviously, was a huge one. Yeah. One that I thought was interesting was, like, uh, well, one that they had that I, I think, I don't know. I don't know how much credit I want to give Skrillex. Mm-hmm. They gave Skrillex a lot of credit. So they basically... I mean, Skrillex, dude, Skrillex, Deadmau5, no, all those guys at the beginning. No, I know, I know. But I think David Guetta should get more credit. And I know he wasn't American. David Guetta? Dude, he had a lot to do with importing the music here, importing electronic music back to the United States from Europe before Skrillex. Like, if you... I will give Skrillex all the credit in the world for dubstep, obviously. He invented American dubstep, basically. Like, it wouldn't exist the way it does... Uh, Dead Mouse bringing regular house music, trance, techno, whatever. Mm. But before that was David Guetta. And David Guetta started putting house electronic sounding music into the pop world. Into the pop, it snuck in. And then you get Bangarang, you get Scary mm. Monsters, Nice Sprites. So, like, I think I'm going to give the credit to David Guetta. Really, you should give it to Interesting cred- take. I think that's the timeline of It's not a take, it's just the timeline of events. Yeah. Time, you know what I mean? So, but I thought that was interesting, like the rebirth of electronic music in America, which largely had gone away for a long period of time in the 90s. And what you saw was a total rebirth in pop music. And now they're talking about, you know, the labeling of, e- of all these different subgenres and how it was good and bad that they all got labeled as EDM. Mm. I think that was a good thing. No, it's a great thing. Yeah, I mean, right? Like, like, you don't disagree. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Like, the drawbacks are kind of like the people that we chirp sometimes and make fun of, like, music hardos who are like, oh, it's not EDM. It's like, well, dude, eventually, if everyone just keeps calling stuff, the overarching genre, EDM, it just is, man. Like, and if you want to fight about labels and yeah. cry about nameplates on genre labels, like, that's your prerogative. It just doesn't really matter that much to me what you call it, you know? Mm-hmm. You say EDM, people know what you mean. It's way more brandable. It's investable. People can do events around it, media around it, like us, 
or whatever, right? So like, I think it was good that it had an identity. It's a flagpole that we could people can rally around, and then you know, give credit to more genres, right? Like we had someone yesterday, uh, last week who listened to the podcast that Mesh just said yeah. how much she liked hearing about all different genres because she hadn't before. Which you know, to the credit of people who don't like the EDM label is kind of their concern. It's like, well, if you just label everything as EDM, some of these subgenres aren't really going to get the credit they deserve. But I would argue that no one was going to those subgenres anyways on their own independently because. Who the fuck does me. that? I, I literally have no idea what you're talking well, about. Listen, the people at home are going to keep up. But I, I, I sincerely <laughs> doubt that. I, it, it's good that EDM you, got I feel labeled like you're EDM. Just rambling. No, I, it's good that EDM got where, labeled where's the EDM. Point? I, I, it's good that EDM got labeled EDM. Okay. How people discover genres don't exist. Oh, right, right, right. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's all, man. Like, I don't think people would have discovered some of these subgenres if they didn't have EDM to go to first, right? Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, not really, though. Because someone's not like, oh, like, I want to get into EDM. Like, what's a good EDM song? They're like... Oh, I think people say exactly that. I... Oh, exactly no, people just that. hear a song. And they're like, oh, this, this is a good song. I want to listen what to is music it? like this. EDM. I mean, yeah, but... They, dude, they don't go dude, searching no. for an ED. Like, that's... Dude, yes, they do. Or it's on the top charts or whatever. Like, dude, the whole reason that EDM is big in America is because of how it was sprinkled into pop music in the early 2000s. Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, like, those, like, house EDM sounding songs are dude, what led people so down the road to EDM. It? How sick is it that Stevie Oki, this was in uh, the top 100 list, Stevie yeah. Oki used to have uh, the Dim Mac parties, and that, like, people like Lady Gaga... And oh, Diplo so cool. and people like would attend his events so and cool. like so I'd crazy kill, kill to be part of something like that. So cool. You're having so secret cool. parties, let me know. But no, it's cool. I think it's a good thing. I some other things on the list, obviously number one, we'll spoil this for you because don't give them clicks. The Avicii, Rise and Fall of Avicii. Yeah. We kinda talked about it a lot last week. Don't feel like we have to expand on it now, but he was sort of like the poster boy for electronic music for this mm-hmm. decade, I think. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Yeah. Um, two. What was two? Mm. So you, you, you'd like agree with that? With yeah, with I, think, I think he's the star of electronic music. And I anytime mean, that someone... I, I think there's or, just like 10, 10 or so key players, three of them being But anytime Skrillex, someone leaves early... Diplo, anytime someone Avicii, has a short yeah. end, they get, boom, yeah. icon status instantly. Kurt Cobain. I mean, like whoever he, he was is, right? already icon status. No, he I know, but like it goes he, legendary nuclear yeah, sicko yeah, yeah. mode. Like you know what I'm saying when they mm. pass early. So as and is the, the whole narrative around it. Everyone needs a su- every genre needs a superstar, mm. you know. And so Avicii for the most part, and especially the way his music just went from like the whole globe, and that's not an exaggeration. I mean, mm. levels. Yeah, I don't think there's a place you could play levels on this planet where people don't know it. Yeah, do you think Everyone so? Everyone knows that song. I don't. It's you could song. go, you know, deep into Senegal. You can go into like the mountains of Ecuador. Mm. You put fucking. You go. So any person on the entire planet will go. There's no doubt in my mind, man. Zero percent chance that doesn't happen. So. Was there anything else on that list that you want to talk about? No, those are the kind of the key things. Uh, there's also another thing going on. Dancing astronauts doing so, very cool. Uh, top 100. Like, sh- send us your favorite live set moments from the decade. Yeah. Um, what are what are your? Maybe we hinted at this last week, but what's your number one live set that you've ever seen? Audio, visual, all encompassing. Mm. Man, I don't know. Tim Paul has got to be up there. Really. Electronic mm. music, though. Tim Paul is electronic music. 
for sure. Yeah. Um, it's EDM. Tell someone know. who likes Tame Impala that it's EDM. They'll fucking stab you. <laughs> <laughs> Go tell Blake, oh, yeah, Tame. Big EDM fan, man. Yeah, no, I love it. Of course, obviously. Well, what <laughs> else what, what you. would it be considered? I don't know. You'd have to ask someone. Electronic? Yeah, you'd have to ask someone else. You'd, Electronic is basically the same thing as EDM. I know. Um, yeah, I would say like probably like a Tame Impala set. Which Tame one Impala's though? No, that's what they're saying is like which one specifically? The one at Coachella this past year it was awesome. That's the best set you've ever seen. Mm, probably not, but I mean, it's such a hard question to answer. You can't. Dude, I think can't Bass, really Nectar, give one. Bass Nectar. Bass Nectar 2015 Lollapalooza at the Bud Light stage that was huge. Mm. I think Flow Stradamus Coachella 2016 was huge. I thought that they were so good. It was right before they broke up, right after Tyler, the Creator, performed for an hour and didn't play a single song, which was fucking weird. Um, man, I'm trying to think. Kanye West and The Weeknd, 2016 Coachella as well. Mm. I'm trying to think what else was really big. Chainsmokers, oh, like 2015 yeah. was sick. That famous Roses video that everyone watches all the time. That oh was my dope. fucking God. Uh, Mm. Yeah, so there's a couple mm. good ones. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of people had Avicii at Tomorrowland in 2013 as their number mm. one. Um, so I'm not sure. It's interesting to see though how far EDM has come and Griffin at Lollapalooza. Yo, 20, well, 2019. <laughs> shout out all our friends and Ger- listeners in Germany. That's a special special set for your boy. A lot of magic <laughs> around the air. <laughs> no, he was he was amazing. I, I expect more out of him next year in a big yeah. way. So no, those are all good. I'm excited to see. I can't wait to go back to that thread though yeah. and look through all the clips that people post because uh, it's just exciting to see. I wish there was a better way to relive VR. Some mm. I'd love to relive some of those sets. Mm. So yeah. good. Would be cool. All right, let's jump into uh, our beats of the week this week. Those were our topics. Uh, didn't have a ton of topics this week. Wasn't a lot of news this week. Everyone's doing a lot of recap of the decade. You know, you, you always get these listicles at the end of the year, but since it's the end of the decade and now the internet's a big thing and people have phones, it's like on steroids end of year list. Yes. Um, Number one album of the decade, though. Obviously, Kanye West. Here we go with uh, my first song. Okay. Bumpy Teeth. <laughs> this is uh, Zed's Dead and Subtronics. Do you have this on your list? I'm going to Zed's Dead this weekend. Ooh. This new song, uh, Subtronics is just absolutely killing it. He's just destroying the game right now, collabing with all these massive artists. We had him last week with Keizo. Oh, yeah. Big collab with Grizz, obviously, with yeah. Grizztronics. <laughs> this, oh once again, God. is Bumpy Teeth. So good. It's freaking good. So good. Next up, I have uh, Run It by Midnight Kids. This song is like... Midnight uh, Kids? Yeah, dude. This wow. song. This song is more of uh, like, let's break some fucking rules tonight. Let's, let's go run what some rules? red lights. Like, <laughs> what rules are we breaking? So, rebel, Yo, dude, let's commit shit. some fucking tax fraud this weekend, my G. 
<laughs> Let's forge some checks in the bathroom at Tao. This is a good song, though. I like it. Adam, you like the song? It's like Ellie Golding ass. Adam's in the stew as always. On pod, no cap. <laughs> Got a sweet quilted puffer. So another song just like this. This song is Won't Look Back by Stay Loose and Last Heroes. Um, this song, I love this song. It was reposted on SoundCloud so many times by so many different like hard artists like dubstep so we got two songs back to back today run it and what was the song called i don't even remember won't look back both very similar like both songs you put on pre-party you're going pick up alcohol you got 915 songs your girls in the back you're oh, riding yeah. with the boys oh yeah you throw it on of course Oh, yeah. I've never heard more of a On the Way to the Pre-Game song in my entire life. No shot. Yeah. No shot. We do a New Amsterdam or Svetka. Tell me. Now, quick. Oh, well, the girls, they want lemonade, so, you know, get the tequila, get the Jose. It's like, all right, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No J-Mo, no J-Mo. Gin, so shut good. up, Vince. No gin. <laughs> Story of my fucking life. That was good, though. That's a perfect so 915 song. You're supposed to leave at 9, but you're 15 late, obviously. Exactly. Yeah, did you hear this new song? I've heard it. Oh, I heard it. It came across the desk. This is uh, Blue by Tiesto yes, featuring Stevie Appleton. Sneaking a summertime um, vibe song in a December deadline. Is he touring in Australia <laughs> next month? Like, dude, I always forget that it's summer in the Southern Hemisphere, but sneaking in these little summer hits. He's going to head down south. I love it. Hey, it's a little South Africa, Chile, Argentina. A little summer tour for Tiesto, probably. I'm all about this song. It's actually a really good song. Yeah, it's I, good. When I first heard it, I was like, I kind of like this. First song that I, I liked from it. Tiesto since Ritual, which I guess wasn't that long ago. Oh, God is a Dancer. You know what? Tiesto Sneaky puts out really good singles. Terrible <laughs> album at the beginning of the year. Absolutely terrible. Uh, probably his own work. These are probably singles he's stolen from up and coming years, but... You know, whatever. We ignore that. I got the music I want. I got the music I want. No more to ask. Are you on the uh, Rider Ride? I'm on the Rider Ride. Sweet. I'm going to hop on when you're done. Um, you want this song? Yeah, but let me take over. Yeah. Because um, you're, you're a noted shipwreck hater. <laughs> Big time shipwreck hater. Next song we got up is I See You Baby by... Oh, well, Groove you. Amanda. B-R-V-M-E-S Blood Edit. What is that? Brave? And that's spelling with Brams. the pot. Braves? Probably Brums. Is it like Bulgari? Brums. Is it like Bulgari? How they use a V instead of a U? Yeah, I guess. Brooms? Brooms Blood Edit? I, I would understand. Give me, um, give me the set the scene for this song. This song is deep. It's a very deep house, bass house song. So uh, get ready to ride. Hell yeah! This is like 2 a.m. underground. You get back 
you get back from the club, you're trying to go to an after party, throw this on, you're just like... This is in the in the Uber in between the 2 p.m. close and the 4 p.m. or 4 a.m. close. It's the in-between, it's the carryover, interlude, if you will. It's a good song. It's a really good song. I like it song. a lot. And, uh... What... Peekaboo put out a new EP, and his EP is destructive. That's what I would call it. It's awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's Peekaboo. He uh, came out with that song, Wrecking Ball, and just, like, has been literally killing the game ever since. Definitely go check out that EP. I'm not going to play it on here because we don't really have time. But uh, Certainly not the whole EP. Definitely go check that out. This is my last song. This is Ogletree, Purgatory Love by Daniel Allen, The Lost Boys and Troy. Um, lots of like chill it's winter. songs today. It's it's definitely winter time. It's like these are songs that like I just imagine like putting on and just like going to a ball. Like you're just yeah. like you're all dressed up. You want to have a good night with your friends. You're going to a ball. And We're going it. to a ball, baby. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Every pretty girl deserves to go to a ball. <laughs> oh, very relaxed. This is like the first song you put on before you kick the straggler out of the conduct. Like, all right, we're going to bed. You're not invited. That's that's what I'm getting out of this. Like, you're not cleaning up yet. You just finished. You're taking the trash to the shoot. Yes. Exactly that type of song. Like, you know, Victor cranks up the heat. I wait till he goes to bed, sneak out, turn the AC off. Because <laughs> I don't like to sleep hot. People like to sleep cold. So I sneak back out here, turn the fan on. You know what it is. First song, Mirror, Mirror. By Shipwreck. First single off their coming EP. Victor, a known hater of Shipwreck. This is what I would consider, guys, honestly. I would consider this an Apex song. You plot out how much fun you have on any given night. This is the song that you put on right before that best part of the night. No doubt in my mind. You're at Tao. You're 30 minutes into bottle service. You just ordered a second bottle. Oh, oh yeah! Listen, oh, listen. The dance floor? Someone check the structural integrity of the floor. It's coming down. Listen. This slap. It's a good song. Not, not Apex, so. <laughs> yeah. No, right before the Apex. This is right before you cut it loose. Uh, so their full album's coming out. I've always been a big nah, Shipwreck like fan. This is like opening song. I like this song. I like it. I do. I'm going to convert Victor to a Shipwreck lover. I hate on this song. They got two like, singles that are good now. Off the ones you don't like. Energy is not good. I, after Energy, played it a couple weeks ago. Can't believe you don't like Energy though. Write in the comments how dumb Victor is for not liking Energy. <laughs> Get a second drop in. Oh, Victor's feeling. We'll do a second drop. Oh yeah. Next song. Next, new new hit from Diplo. Uh, he has an interview about this song. Wanted wanted to drop it earlier but used a ton of samples from Missy Elliott, a ton of samples from a bunch of different R&B, people who worked on this song. So he finished this song 18 months ago. It took 18 months to get everyone to sign off on it being released. Oh, Sting actually owns the rights to some of this song. Sting apparently was the person who was holding up the longest. Which is crazy, but yeah. 18 months finished the song, just came out. So, I mean. 18 months for an average freaking song. Oh my God, get the fuck out of here. You're such a Diplo hater, it's unbelievable. I'm gonna move past that. But, this I would the, say this is a no, 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 no. literally the most 
hype person ever. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if there's someone that you like, it doesn't matter if it's good. Like, you're, you're the biggest follower of literally, like, people that just do random shit. Like, Kanye, yeah, it's me, example. Vince. Where are people doing random Dave shit? Cornet. How can I sign up to help? Shipwreck. Oh, please, person <laughs> doing random shit. Please help me. Yeah, I actually went to Whole Foods earlier, and I cheer-led the grocer as she checked me out. Let's go back. I asked for a name tag so I could stamp it on my ass before I leave. Get the fuck out of here. I'm a fan of people doing random shit. What the fuck does that even mean? What the fuck does that mean, dude? Oh, yeah. I'm going to look at the hotel room and just fucking clap for this someone holding his clothes. Average at best. Average no, at best. dude. You got to step your headphones up. I'll... Give you my headphones again. You'll like this song. Trust me. Average. Dude, you're saying it doesn't best. matter, but I'm telling you, it Yo, matters. If, you, if you're watching this and you think the song's average, comment below, please. Wrong. Next, Next song. song. Uh, on and on. A-Lock, De Niro. This is like your classic. I don't know. When is this? This is like, you just got there. You're waiting for people to get back from the bathroom, but you kind of want to go to the dance floor before they get back. 10.45, 11. Very relaxed. Early in the night. Scoting out the dance floor, seeing who's around, trying not to sweat, but you might sweat a little bit. So that one was another one. Coming up. Chill. Chill so, house song. Listen. There's a lot of hype around Lane 8 lately. Oh, we love Lane 8. I like Lane 8. I don't love Lane 8, but I'm going to try and give him a chance. I'm going to give him a shot. You like this song? I like this song, yeah. It's a good song. It's a good song. You're, I'm giving Shipwreck a chance. You're giving Lane 8 a chance. I like this. You know what it is? The vocals. Except Lane 8 is freaking great. The, li- the vocals really got me on this one. Lane 8 has so many like phenomenal songs. They're on so a heater. So many songs on Serious Chill Radio. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Serious Chill was built on two things. Dancing on My oh, Own yeah, Remix by Tiesto, really <laughs> Lane 8, <laughs> and Nora and Pure. Those are the pillars this, of Serious XM this Chill. This is like a great song to just like put on if you're like going down to the beach or something. You're leaving the beach. Oh, throw this song good on, point. Right? Summertime music. The album artwork is actually Florida. a beach. I'm going to throw this song on. I'm also going to Florida. Lane 8 is just like great beach music. If, when you're going down to the beach... Lane 8. I'll put it on the beach this in Florida. You know, little winter birds, we fly out. We don't do Chicago in the summer. So, next song. It is a remix of a previous pick, Wild Girl by Keto and Empress of. One of my favorite songs of the year, honestly. Getting a little bit of a house remix from our good friends and the absolute legend. Personal friend of the pod, Paul Wolford. My G. So, good song. Good remix. Just turn up the speed a little bit on it. Turn the bass down. Had the high drums on. Yeah, that's a good song. What is this? Wild. You remember Wild Girl? Yes. I'm just wild. We like this song. We do like it. Pianos over the top. Very good. So good remix there. And then the last song of 2019. Official pick from me. Let's King of the it. picks. Remix of Dua Lipa's Don't Start Now mm. by Dom Dalla. You know what we should do? What? We should see. We, we would need like a panel, but we need to I find out. 
Who's the king of the picks? Uh, dude, if we go back to the tape, I nailed three number one chart picks early. Joel Corey, sorry, nailed it. Ride it, nailed it. We can go on. We can go on. I can't even believe that you're saying that you're the king oh, of the picks. I would win by a million. Oh, no, I would win by a million. All those picks? No, 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 she takes from me. It's different. You don't understand. I go first, then she does. Dulipa is gonna have a big 2020. Not true. I picked her to be Artist of the Year. The first time I saw her, I ended up being right about that Grammy's easy nod. Listen, I'm a king of curation. I make the picks that people want. I know what they need before they do. Simple as that. Good house remix of this song. Dom Dalla, highs lows. I didn't like that San Francisco song. Um, San you Francisco. Know what? Yeah, I think uh, there's low key in the background of what, a lot of what's happening right now in music is. There's this 80s synth vibe going on. I don't know if you yeah. picked up on it, but very big 80s synth vibe wave happening. Ooh, trembling through the ecosystem. I've, I'm a huge fan. We love we love 80s. We love disco. We love the 80s. We love dance studio. All right, let's cut this music. Uh, let's close out. Um, do we have any comments on the pod last week? I think we did. Eric we Stevens did. commented. That, what do you say? What do you say? I don't know what he said. To the internet. Eric, we're all things I'll look are you available. up real quick. Uh, but Listen, last week was our else? most listened to episode pod-wise. YouTube, okay. But, I mean, the pod downloads have been incredible. So, shout out to everyone that's listening. We're growing like a weed. The reviews are strong. So, just keep listening. Keep downloading. We appreciate it. Don't worry. I got your picks for you. So, Eric Stevens said, I'd hammer Kygo over Chainsmokers. Hot take. Galantis over chain smokers. Here's the thing, Eric. Where does he live? Let's go get him. <laughs> no, I actually don't even disagree with him. Hammer Kygo Galantis? over chain smokers. Hell yeah. Oh, Kygo over chain smokers. Kygo over hot take Galantis over chain smokers. In 2019, definitely I have, not. No, definitely in 2019, not. 20 if we're doing 2019 only, yes, Kygo over chain smokers, mm. no doubt, mm. no doubt. Thinking about you. Know, you. It, it is funny though, Whoop. like being such a fan of like EDM music and liking the Chainsmokers because I feel like what? Just EDM. What do you mean? Electronic dance music music. EDM EDM music. Same thing. <laughs> EDM, EDM squared can be <laughs> replaced with electronic. It's like same thing. EDM EDM music. And dance same and thing. music. Yes. Um, but. He, I, fuck, I don't even remember what I was saying. What was I saying? I got distracted by you. Well, dude, I had to fucking listen to the Dancing Astronaut. Like, people don't like the word EDM. And it's like, EDM, EDM, EDM. I'll try to do, I, I've never even up. heard that, that people don't even like the word EDM. Dude, that's what I'm telling you. Like, you got mad at me for chirping certain fan groups last week, and I'm not going to do it again. But there are those are the people who get fucking mad no, like dude, this those, isn't edm those people do not yes care. it is edm <laughs> those people do not care at all oh my god they have tattoos i've seen them no i haven't but they exist <laughs> and i'm sorry i didn't mean to distract you when you said edm music but uh, it just pops in my head what i was saying about galantis over the chain smokers though is i mean the chain smokers just have so many number one hits iconic ones galantis too. just like can't compare. No, you're right. And the stuff um, that Glances put out this year was lukewarm at best. They were good singles. The Dolly Parton one was fire. Yeah, they have good singles, but the yeah, Chase yeah, yeah. I mean, World War Joy is so good. I know you've been listening it's, to it a lot. It's a good album. I've been listening it's to good it album. a lot. It's amazing. Yeah. 
So um, what do we got coming up? Uh, bop, bop, Radius opens next year. So we're all looking forward to that. I know mm-hmm. we got the next two uh, podcasts coming up. So look out for those. Uh, we're excited for Coachella next year. Mm, we're both going different weekends, separate but equal. Um, what else do we get really cooking? Lollapalooza will definitely go again. We we definitely got a lot of stuff cooking, but a lot of stuff to be announced. First, TBD. first, uh, first episode back. So, oh, we're gonna close out for tonight. Woo. Thank you so much, everyone who's watched us in uh, 2019. If you made it this far, we Mucho appreciate appreciado. you. Subscribe to us if you're not already subscribed. Like our video. Leave us a review, please. You know what to do. Um, from the bottom of hearts, happy holidays. Have a great New Year's. Great Christmas. We'll see you soon. See you on the other side.